seen my best. Checkmate in a game of chess. Globalist, see me as a threat. Free thinking, got the world at my neck. Huh? And my paranoid picture, Michael Max in a room full of pigs, trying not to bust a sweat. Ayy, Neil Tyson need to loosen up his vest. They probably write that man one hell of a check. Ayy, I'm over here on this side of town. Come on over, 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 over here, try to clown. Ayy, I never pipe down. If they weren't coming for me, then they definitely coming for me now. I can't. <laughs> you didn't even get to the hook. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Shall we get? We'll, we'll go right back. Right back now. Okay, ready? Ready. Can't even keep my phone charged up. All the shit I'm talking, I should get my own bar up. Rappers, get off of my dick and get your own bars up. Vladimir and Liz's breath got the cone scar. Cause whoop, use, use, use common sense. Why is NASA part of Department of Defense? It's not. Three degrees, feeding kids, masonry. Bro, be careful what you read. Flatline, flatline. There's no superior bloodline. Flatline, flatline. You got me once, but that died. Hey, voice, voice. All right. It is January 26th. That's the rumor. This is our 28th podcast. Can you prove it's January 26th? Probably, yeah. Are you with the Department of Defense? I don't think they need... I don't think they're in charge of the calendars. Anyway, I'm Carolyn. I'm Erin. And we're the two bearded ladies. Woo! Woo! Uh, today we are going back to school. <laughs> we're going flat to fact. <laughs> That's good. I could tell you rehearsed that one. I like it. I did. Actually, that's the name of the other diss track. <laughs> that Neil, Degra- Neil deGrasse Tyson's nephew wrote. So, it was uh, amazing. Our, normally, our podcast is Star Stats Shenanigans, but today it's going to be... Just shenanigans. Shenanigans and science. Yes. So, as everyone should know, the Earth is actually pear-shaped? Apparently, but it is in a spherical shape. But apparently, it's like bulgier at the bottom. If you listen to the whole track from Bob, he has this like clip in the middle <laughs> where Neil deGrasse Tyson is telling us about the shape of the Earth, and like it's you. Uh, so at sea level, it you are f- farther away from the core of the Earth at the equator than you are at the North Pole, but it's actually a little bit more down in the South Pole. For some reason, we are pear-shaped. So what you're telling me is that the Earth should probably go with a boy short look versus, like, a bikini. I'm telling you it's got apple bottom jeans on. Heard it here first. <laughs> or second. <'cause laughs> it, or maybe 18th. But whatever. You heard it here. Earth. Well, I'm, yeah, Earth no, is bringing no. the apple bottom back, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did hear that here first. Earth is bringing the apple bottom back. Uh, so the big things going on in hockey this week. Um, well, weekend, I guess I should say. Since we just podcasted on Thursday. Since we just podcasted on Thursday. Uh, the Stars won a game. They did do that. Woo! Woo! Not the one I was at. Sorry. Boo. Boo. The one I was at was actually excruciatingly painful. Can we do the segment that we like to call Marin Goes to a Live Game and <laughs> complains about all the people sitting around her? I didn't know that this was a segment, but let's go for it. I seem to do it every fucking time I go to a game, is all I'm saying. So I was sitting in front of this guy who literally, the entire, and I'm using literally, literally and not figuratively, like, Every time they did a face-off, he commented about the fact that the Stars seemed to lose all of the face-offs. And he was like, I think we've probably won, like, a tenth of the face-offs. So, of course, I, naturally being the Ravenclaw that I am, went to the NHL.com app and noticed that, no, we had not, in fact, lost all of the fucking (laughs) face-offs. It was 28 face-offs to 26 face-offs. And I was like, hey, we're right down the middle, which is kind of normal for a hockey game. And then I also wanted to turn around and tell him, by the way, sir... Face-offs are not a... There's no strong correlation between face-offs and wins. <laughs> what there is a strong correlation between, like, for is, like, you know, high-danger scoring chances and scoring chances at all and wins. You know who had more in that game? <laughs> the Stars. You know who won, won, lost that game? The Stars. Because sometimes stats are not, like, a good indicator of anything. Shit just happens. <laughs> and I kind of wanted to turn around and yell that at him, but I didn't. So instead, you're yelling it at our listeners. Instead, I'm yelling, hey, hey, listeners! 
Hey! Face-offs mean nothing. That's not... Well, so, what's really actually very funny about it is I actually had a conversation with somebody about face-offs on Sunday, and face-offs are becoming the new goalies, I feel like, in analytics, and that everybody's like, blah, they don't actually matter. Like, there's this whole big thing in in analytics. I'm pretty sure I've heard you tell me they don't actually matter. They don't correlate with winning. Well, there you go. That's all that, I that, You were correct. You were very correct with that. They do correlate with possession, but not a whole lot. They explain about 25% of your possession, which makes sense, right? Like, if right, you, sure. you, you, have, you win a face-off, you, you have you, the possession puck. of the puck, right. So that's where face-offs are important. And I think it was really funny, because I was trying to explain this to... Or rather, this is the argument he was literally making to me, this guy who was telling me that face-offs were important. I was like, yes, I understand that face-offs help you control possession. The problem that analytics has with face-offs is not necessarily that face-off, you know, that we we don't understand that face-offs help you control possession. Our problem is that it feels like, and whether or not this is true, because obviously I don't spend, I don't coach hockey or know any hockey coaches, uh, the problem is that all these people tend to think or tend to talk about, at the very least, face-offs and, like, focus on face-offs 80% of the time when they only explain 25% of your possession. And so if you talked about face-offs 25% of the time, it would make more sense. Right. And, you know, whereas there's things like turnovers in the fucking neutral zone. God damn it, stars! (laughs) That damage you just Turn as much. Turn over in your own damn zone. Right in front of your own damn fucking net. Which are just as damaging, if not more, than, than losing, losing a, a face Yeah, 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 okay. I mean, all things that I knew. Yes, I know. I just didn't really feel like turning around and telling that bro that, because... I'm pretty sure that would have gone really well. I'm pretty sure it would have gone super well. <laughs> I'm, I'm using my big eyeballs of like, yeah, it's real good idea there to do that. No, it's not. Marin is the most sarcastic emoji. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think they've really made an emoji that fits me perfectly, but if they do, it's going to be the big eyes and the what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow they've got to convey that with a tiny little yellow circle, and I don't know how they do it, but I'm going to use the shit out of it when they do. <laughs> Oh, gosh. So, yeah, the Stars lost a game, and then they won a game. And the one they won, I didn't actually get to watch. I watched it. It was not a close... It was a much further part game than the game the score indicated. Well, it was... The the one on Saturday was really far. We had three times the number of scoring chances. I know. Three times the number of shots on goal. But no, 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 like... This one was even further apart. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it was, it so, was like it was like Calgary wasn't playing hockey. You want to know in the two periods? The 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 funny thing that happened with that game is that I actually got back right as second intermission was starting. I was at dinner with a friend. Mm-hmm. And I got back right as second intermission was starting. So what did I do? I get back and I turn on the game. What happens in the first fucking minute? <laughs> Calgary scores, right? Joe Colburn scores. Yeah. So then I was like, I'm not allowed to watch this game. <laughs> and I literally turned it off. <laughs> you know, it was probably better for your sanity. The third period, the Flames, I think, they didn't win possession, but they certainly tried, at least. So they showed up, like, 40 minutes late with Starbucks? Is that what happened? <laughs> that is the exact perfect metaphor. There you go. Um, so the stars are heading into the all-star break, which is the thing that actually is happening this weekend. (laughs) That's the thing that's actually happening. (laughs) With a win under their belt, and hopefully we'll be able to string some more wins together when they get back. And still, well, I don't know who's playing tonight. Well, the Hawks are playing tonight. Uh, the Blackhawks play tonight. The Avs. the Blues. The Avs play tonight. So, funny story. Not, well, kind of funny story. So... Uh, Varlamov, who is on our shit list. Not actually a funny story, then. Well, so the, the thing that is funny has to do with him in, indirectly. Okay. So he's stuck in Denver because his civil court case, which we hope he loses badly, started on Monday. Mm-hmm. The Avalanche are in California. So, oh, are you talking about Patrick Wah? Yeah. So the Avalanche called up their their goalie from the rampage because they knew they weren't going to be able to have Varlamov this week. 
And at practice today, Patrick Waugh suited up in goalie gear and practiced because Calvin Picard had, or Pickard, I don't even, still don't even know how to say his last name, has the flu. (laughs) So for like five hours, we all thought that we might get Patrick Waugh backing up his backup goalie. (laughs) Could you see him like angrily standing behind the bench in full goalie gear? Like, waving his mitt and yelling at people, <laughs> smacking them on the head with the blocker, like, line change! Line change! <laughs> God, that would be hilarious. I know. Um, so what I was going to say, though, when I was looking at who was playing tonight, is that the Stars have, so it's the Chicago Blackhawks at 70 points, Stars at 67, Blues at 64, and the cool thing about that is that, A, the next highest team in the uh, in the Central has 55 points, so it's not even really, close. Yeah. And we have two games in hand on both the Blackhawks and the Blues. So it'll be one game in hand on the Blackhawks tonight, after tonight. Wait. But. Oh, right. Because they'll play. No, no, no. So then we're two games ahead. Oh, no. So we'll have three games on them. Yeah. I'm not doing math wrong. We have less games than the Blackhawks. Yeah, we have, two, they have, we have two games in hand on them, so it'll be three games after tonight yeah, and okay. two games on the Blues. Boom. Yeah. Boom. And so I know that this I know that this losing streak has seemed kind of terrible for January, but we're still doing okay points wise. We're doing okay. And the the honestly, like as bad as January has been, I'm a little bit worried about February because it's gonna be rough. We play, I think, on back to back games, not back to back nights, but back to back games. I think we play the and you can fact check me on this. I'm pulling it up right now. But I think we play the Blackhawks and then the Capitals right after. And I'm like, ah, so that's going to be a good fun series. It's cool, though, because we like to lose to teams like the Oilers and the, <laughs> and the Flames and the Avalanche. And we like to win against the Blackhawks. That's true. We the fucking Blackhawks out that's before true. Christmas. So that's true. I'm, just, I'm not I'm saying just a it's going to be a, a we're, like, we're better. The, the Blackhawks are better now, though, than they were before Christmas. Okay, so we have one back-to-back in February, and it is Nashville the first night, St. Louis the second. Right, but I, I'm thinking, like, just in consecutive games, not back-to-back, straight up. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about back-to-backs. No, no. So we play Winnipeg, Colorado, Chicago, Minnesota, Chicago, Washington, Nashville, yeah, St. So, Louis, yeah. Arizona, Boston, Winnipeg, Winnipeg, Rangers, Detroit. And then February into, well, leap year, February into um, March 1st, we have a back-to-back with Detroit and Nashville. Detroit's really good right now, too. So, February is going to be rough. Let's Whatever. just throw that they one out there. I'm <laughs> pretty sure those are actual octopi. I know. That's what I meant. <laughs> it's been a long day. It has been a really long day. Um. So, anyway, the actual thing that's happening this weekend. <laughs> oh, right. It's still the All-Star Game. So, the All-Star Game, I'm just not that excited about it, though. Be Like... So the only thing that I've actually watched in the All-Star game from previous seasons is the draft, because I think yeah, it's funny. Yeah, the draft is great. And they're not doing the draft this year. Usually I'm actually busy the day that the game is happening. Now I work on Saturdays, so I'll probably watch it. I have club. a friend coming in town who's not a, ho- a hockey fan, and I'm not going to make her sit around and watch skills competitions with me. Mm-mm. That's not a thing you do when your friend comes to visit you from Pennsylvania. Nope. So, yeah, I'm not going to be watching it. Although I am having my brother record it so I can watch it later if I really feel like it. There you go. Drive those numbers up. Right. Um, so you have a note here, and it says, what's this Friday night bullshit? It looks boring <laughs> as hell. Would you care to elaborate? <laughs> so have you seen what's happening on Friday night? I have not. I did not write that so, press release. What is happening on Friday night instead of a um, very fun and entertaining draft? Very fun and entertaining draft is a round table. Well, they describe it as a round table discussion that sounds like it's going to happen via video feed and not actually with the players in front of the fans. That's kind of what it sounded like on the on the press release. So I'm not sure if this is actually like how it's happening or not, or if they're just talking about it will be available by by video feed to to other fans. But, like, mostly it's going to be a bunch of country music and then some interviews. Boo. I know. It sounds boring as hell. Boring as hell. So, and the other thing that they're doing, my letter B under All-Star Weekend, um, they have introduced fan voting again into the uh, All-Star Weekend because they never learn from their own mistakes. But 
They got they gave you three players that you could choose from. The players are Larkin, um, Saad, and Duchesne. Um, and that's for, you get to vote in who takes part in the breakaway challenge. And right now, Larkin is leading by a considerable margin. Saad is losing by a considerable margin. And Duchesne's just kind of sitting there in the middle. But the funny thing is when you look at the <laughs> the poll tweet from NHL, it's all of these people writing in John Scott. <laughs> so, like, there are these hashtags that you use to vote to, that you can use to, like, promote the vote or whatever. And so it's, like... Hashtag NHL Breakaway Sad. Hashtag NHL break. <laughs> so all these people have responded to that tweet with hashtag NHL Breakaway John Scott. So uh, it's again not 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 working out the way the NHL wanted it to work out. Weird. Yeah. Weird how that happened. But I mean, I I do think that there's I I understand from interviews that I've listened to, from things that I've heard about this, that the players just don't like the draft. That's right. One, that's one of the reasons they got rid of it. The NHL, like the NHLPA asked for it and they got it. They got rid of the draft. But I think that that was probably the, the most hilarious and the most fun part of the weekend because they're not really trying in that game. They're not making the game very interesting. And the skills competitions are kind of fun, but like, yeah. There's not really a, they, they don't really go all out in it. Like, Johnny Goudreau wanted to light a stick on fire. Let the kid light a stick on fire. They did it in the KHL and nobody died. Yeah, yeah. So, my thing about, obviously, the, the, the All-Star Game is that we're looking at, I think, the All-Star Game is a lot more fun for kids than it is for adults. And the yeah. draft was the only thing that was fun for adults and not fun for kids. Right. With, and, yeah. And... So it was one of those... It happened Friday night, not Saturday during the day. Right. And so it's like one of those things where it's like clearly they're even just making it more clear that they actually don't care about anybody who's not at the All-Star game and their enjoyment of it. You know what I mean? Because that's what it's for is fan experience. But by fan experience, they mean literally the people going and paying for it and kids. Right. So, I mean, I kind of, like, it's fine, Well, and there's, but at the same time, it sucks. They're so desperate to grow the game and, ca- like, hashtag grow the game and hashtag get new fans that they don't care, give a shit about the fans that they have, it doesn't seem like. Yeah, and, like, I agree. You know, for some people, their team loyalty is going to keep them around, but some people are just going to check in when, like, fun stuff is happening and not any other time because you don't care about them, so... I will probably have it on because I will probably be here at home working this year as opposed to last year when I was out doing things. So, I mean, it'll be on in the background. But I primarily will be experiencing the All-Star Game through gifts afterwards. That's pretty much the entirety of how I will be experiencing the All-Star Game is through gifts afterwards. NHL, why don't you ever learn from your mistakes? Why don't you love us, NHL? Hmm. Speaking of All-Star events, though... The NWHL, I didn't actually get to watch any of the CWHL, but the NWHL had their um, all-star event on Saturday, Sunday, and I did watch most of that. Yes. It was so much fun. Yes. Oh. So, okay, first and foremost, let us detail the things that the NHL should do differently by comparing it to the NWHL all-star game. Go for it. A. Jerseys. Better. Oh God, their jerseys were are so bad, but the NWHL ones are so good. They're so cute. They are. When they've got like this buffalo head on them, and they're two tone blue, and one team was dark blue, and one team was light blue, and then they've got a contrasting yellow. And the captain's name, like the 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 cat, the team was on like yeah. the letter or whatever. The letter, the like team night was had a K, and team Falzer had a P. Falzer is spelled with a P. Yep, it's one of those PFs. Um. And they're just so cute. And then you look at the All-Star Game jerseys for the NHL, and it's like, we're inoffensive. Like, last year, it was, like, the other extreme. They were were like, we're cool and extreme marketing. And this year, they're like, we're not pissing anyone off. (laughs) Well, I think they probably got a lot of of whining about those because they were so bad. Well, that doesn't mean that you completely stop trying to make good jerseys. Hey, man, I agree with you. Ugh. I agree totally. It's been a day, so both of us are a little whiny. I apologize, podcast <laughs> listeners. We are pretty fucking whiny. 
Podcast 28. Everything we hate about life. <laughs> All of the whining. Um, how cool. Other things that I loved about the NWHL All-Star competition. Uh, their skills competition was hilarious. Amanda uh, Pleckley, or Peckley, coming out of the bag there. Uh, that was awesome. Pe- Pelkey. 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 I also loved um, the tiny child helping Emily Pelkey <gasps> do her breakaway goal. I loved... Um, her name is Molly. That's right. I loved Leonoff and her uh, cop yes. sunglasses. That was great. Uh, the I can't remember who would, if she was the one that, that did the, the breakaway shot afterwards, but one of the goalies came out and did a breakaway shot afterwards. And had one of her teammates that was not a goalie in that defending. <laughs> I think it. I think it was. I think it was Leonoff that did the shot, and I think Brickner was in the in net. In net. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. I will say the only thing that the chicken mask. Oh gosh, that was. And then at the end of the game, the pie. The pie. Yes. Oh my gosh. And oh, and Megan Bozak being a freaking baller and uh, right? challenging. Chara and uh, Shea Weber. Yes. Megan Bozek recorded an 88 mile per hour shot. Yeah. And I actually, I, I obviously I'm friends with a lot of hockey people. One of the hockey people I do does a lot of like, uh, he lives in Vancouver, so, or Victoria, uh, and he, he works a lot and does a lot of the scouting for the Royals, which is their uh, major junior team. And he's like, that would have been the second hardest shot on our team. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. It's legit. Yeah. Like, it was legit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like one of those things, right? That was like, of all the things the NWHL has been really good about, like, that is the one thing I can, like, definitively point to and be like, a dude literally just started taking you more seriously as a hockey player. And it kind of sucks that you have to be that impressive to, like, get somebody's notice, but that's how notice works, right? Yeah. Like, you have to do something impressive for somebody to take note. Right. And so it was one of those things where I was like, yeah, bro, we know. I'm glad you know. I'm glad you're finally acknowledging. But that was that was a fun, fun moment for me as, like, an NWHL fan and just being like, yeah, bro. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the pie in the face and the fact that all the ladies started eating the pie off oh of her my face. God. Because it wasn't just a regular, like, it wasn't a pie plate filled with whipped cream. It was a legitimate pie. <laughs> it was legit. It was hilarious. You know what they should do for the skills competition in the NHL instead of, like, their normal skills is they should do a pie shooting contest. Yes. That would be funny. That's actually a question later, so don't. Oh, sorry. Um... The Spoiler. the goal celebration, the bomb, where she threw her glove up. Yes. And that also was fun. Yes. Yep. Uh, the only thing, and I, I and I kind of agree with this, is that um, Hillary Knight had commented afterwards that she wasn't a big fan of how they ended up doing the scoring, where you got points for winning yeah. the skills competition. Yeah. She said it made it way less fun for the players because there was no way they were coming back from six zero in two periods. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, but. Um, I am really glad that Kelly Stedman was voted MB- MVP of the, the All-Star Game. Mm-hmm. Kelly Stedman, for those of you who haven't been following the NA- NWHL, um, is a practice player. Um, a practice player basically is under contract in that they get paid for their work they do, but they aren't obligated to really come to all of the games like your regular players are. They're actually, I think, under contract to only play a certain number of games during the season. Um, and I, uh, Kelly Stedman is tied or one behind Hillary Knight for terms of goals scored. <laughs> That's awesome. In the season. Yeah. Kelly Stedman is the best or is the best forward on the Buttes in goal scored. I think Stedman has her, not Stedman, uh, I think Skeets has her in points because Skeets gets a lot of assists. But, I mean, she's fantastic. She's one of the tallest people on a very short team. The Buttes are the smallest team, and the, or probably the smallest. I don't know. The Whale might be a little bit smaller, but the Buttes are definitely short. So she provides a lot of size. She crashes the net, which is something not everybody on the Buttes does very well. And is just she's just an overall crazy good hockey player. She's not a women's national team player. She's never really been. I think she was on it once for, like, the Four Nations Cup or something like that. Like, she was never well-known nationally. She did really well in college, but basically fell off the face of the earth after college 
because they had nowhere to play and she wasn't going to move to Canada to play in the CWHL for no money. And so now she kind of bursts onto the scene and is really making a name for herself. There is no way Kelly Stedman does not get a full-time contract next year. Yeah. No. I think she's also like a professor. Really? Yeah. Or like, I mean, she's very well educated. I cannot tell you exactly, but she's either like an engineer or a professor or a physicist. I, I feel I'm gravitating towards P words. So uh, something like that. But she's extremely smart, too. So it's one of those things where it's like, I'm a big Kelly Stedman fan. Um, this is that she is a member of the Nememens National Ice Hockey Team. She, she played in Sochi. Okay. Well, she really never made a name for herself doing uh, doing national team stuff. Well, uh, this does not say what she does in her not playing time. Yeah. But she's definitely going to get a contract next year. Big contract. I would assume. Yeah. Penguins <sighs> up one over the Devils. Oh, come on, Dubs. I need you to mess things up. <clears throat> so, yeah, cool. NHL and WHL. It was good. I don't think that the NHLs can even remotely compare. Probably not. We'll see. Um, uh, number three. Do you want to read what this topic says, Marin? Yeah, I do. Carolyn. <laughs> it says, Asa Lindell's stint up in Dally. Parentheses. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> Close parentheses. Do you want to read letter A? <laughs> Subtopic A. I swear to God, Marin. <laughs> Open parentheses. <laughs> Close parentheses. Professional podcast. Yeah. Um, I will screen cap that and put it on today. It was close. Uh, I really liked Asa Lindell's game. I mean, he had some egregious rookie errors occasionally but he's a rookie it's he, cool he, he played four games he played four games it's in the fine. nhl <laughs> it's fine yeah no I, I i i was i was impressed by a lot of things that i saw some things i saw i was kind of like oh you need some more cooking time yep but uh you know i think it, it gave it's it's a it's nice to see him play with that much poise Mm-hmm. And to not like freak the fuck out, yep. and, you know he he did he did have some really good moves occasionally. So I thought his <clears throat> I thought his game against Calgary. I mean, obviously everybody's game against Calgary was quite good, but I thought his game specifically, um, like compared to his game against the Abs, even just a yeah. couple nights before, was leaps and bounds ahead. Both like he made some really good simple moves, didn't try to force things, you know, very clean positioning, like, getting in lanes, things like... Who's in that against Calgary? Niemi. Um, so, no, like, I was trying, I was talking about the abs game with a friend, and he, he was saying, oh, well, I forget what exactly he said. He was, he was like, oh, I mean, really, it was offense that was more of a problem with, for the stars of that game, and I was like, you know, I was like, you know what? Sometimes you run into a hot goalie. That happens, right? Like, I'm okay with that. And honestly, I'm okay with a guy playing in his third ever NHL game making a really bad mistake that leads to a goal against. You know what I'm not okay with, though? Is two shorthanded goals on the breakaway, and somehow our fucking goalie can't stop it. And I'm also not okay with the fact that Klingberg allowed both of those goals to happen. Yeah. One by the faulty drop pass, which they did not use on the power play on Calgary. Why are you drop passing when you've got one more person on the ice? Why are you drop passing? Well, it had been working, and then they just did not adjust. I just wanted, yeah, but they did. But when it didn't work the first time, and it led to a goal against, you keep doing it. That was the first goal against. Was the whatever drop pass? I know. The second one was not a drop pass. The second one, the puck bounced over his stick. I think I think it was Como, or it was either Como or Soderberg. I couldn't remember which. Like basically out muscled. Klingberg, but instead of like hustling back or hooking him or drawing a pen, you know, taking the penalty to save the potential goal and going on the penalty kill, Klingberg basically get, lets himself get beat. Yeah. And I was like, so I'm okay with, I'm, I'm okay intellectually with getting beat by a hot goalie because that happens sometimes. We shot a fuck ton of pucks at Varlamov and he just stopped them. Yeah. We, like, we shot a fuck ton. Oh, I know. I know you know, but like, we shot a fuck ton of pucks yeah, at Varlamov. I know our scoring chances were like over a hundred. Yeah, like our it was our shot attempts, but yeah, like whatever, it was something. It was ridiculous the amount of shots <laughs> we took at that man. Yeah. What I'm not, and I'm okay with Asa Lindell making a mistake. 
because it was his third game ever. I am not okay with Klingberg letting those two chances happen to him. Yeah. In the same game. In the same game. Whilst on the power play. Because he should know better. He should. And against Calgary, neither of those things happened. Dang. The dear baby And it's Jesus. hilarious because almost the same situations happened too. Like we had a couple power plays. None of them were drop pass. It was very much a carry. I read that on Twitter. I read that on Twitter. Like, hey, we're not using drop pass. It's not our power play. I was like, thank the dear sweet J baby Jesus. And then the second. And in fact, and on one of those power plays, the puck jumped over his stick. The defender tried to rush him. And he was, he pulled the, he, he got whistled for interference. And I was like, you know what? I'm okay with it that. It was it was a kind. There were a lot of really soft calls on the stars against Calgary, but it was okay because they didn't actually score on the power play. But like at the same time, I was I was like, you know what? He's not making the same mistakes again. That's true, what I want to see. <laughs> true that. True that. But anyway, Asa Lindell, he's not quite an NHLer yet. No, he's not. He need, like I said, he needs more cooking time. But he 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 acquitted himself adequately. Yep, that's a good way to put it. And we get Jordy Ben back! Woo! I'm so excited about Jordy Ben coming back. Me too. It's gonna be so great. <sighs> Penalty killing's gonna be so much better. <laughs> it's gonna be so good. I'm just gonna do my little happy ball dance. <laughs> she is definitely doing it. It actually looks a little bit like the dancing I was doing to B.O.B. earlier. <laughs> It does. We were definitely jamming. We were. Two white girls. It was really sad looking. It was, it was an, an experience. Um, <laughs> so the other big thing that has happened in I'd hockey. Like, you know, I'd like the listeners to know that this is now two podcasts in a row where I've come up with our topics. And I think I did a pretty good job this she time. She did a great job this time. Number three was not filth. Number <laughs> three was an actual topic. An actual topic. And not a test of my vocabulary. <laughs> True. Uh, so the last big thing that happened today is that Sean Horkoff got suspended for 20 games, uh, due to, um, violating the NHL's performance enhancing drug policy. It's actually the NHL slash NHLPAs. It was in accordance with, yes. Yes. You are correct. Um. As usual. You are correct. I wrote about it today. I know, you did. I <laughs> yeah. know. So, um... And Carolyn's very sad aside to that is at least it was drugs. <laughs> Literally, it was the first thought that went through my mind when I read that there was big breaking news, long-term suspension coming. And I was just like, to everyone I could I could think of, I was like, please let it be drugs. Please let it be drugs. Please let it be drugs. I just can't deal with anything but drugs right now. I, yeah, drugs or like like injuring himself the way that other players have done you know every, like but every those are only like two game suspensions well it depends on how bad the injury is that's true that's true but like i mean in general rules for sports right there's only true. like four things that people ever get suspended for yeah a big suspension would be something bad so yeah yeah there's like number one is drugs number two is assault number three which is sometimes actually suspended is sexual assault and number four which is the rarest of them all is like gambling so i think though that we can take from the nhl's history this year that we should never have been worried about sexual assault or assault that's true we probably shouldn't have no it wouldn't have been a big suspension it would have been la let's wait and see what happens but it might not have been we've never seen it happen on the ducks yet weird i know right that's true yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> Sean Harkoff, uh, 20 games is the minimum uh, amount for a first offense, which is why he got 20 games. And it was, um, if you guys haven't read it yet, uh, he had surgery and was coming back from surgery and basically at the advice of a physician took medication that he didn't double check with the list. Yep. And if you check my post on DVD, I actually link to the list of banned substances. And we will link that to you for you on the podcast. Sure will. Supplemental materials. The thing I actually... The thing I really appreciate about it, actually... I, this makes me almost like Sean Horkoff a little bit more. Because he's... You... A lot of times when you see this shit happen, regardless of sport, we hockey, fucking horse racing, mm-hmm. whatever... You see guys try to make excuses, and all Sean Horkoff did in his statement was say, I made a mistake. I should have checked. It was my fault. I take responsibility with it for it. 
I've already talked to the NHLPA. I'm going into the, you know, I'm going to work with them in their program, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry I mean, to the it, fans. Sorry to the organization. It was a well... <clears throat> I mean, it, you rarely see guys just straight up own up. Yeah, it was a very well-crafted response. Um, it was a very... Uh, respectful response. Um, I mean, it makes me think better of him that he. It just, does. It, it does. Absolutely. Really. I yeah. You know, I lo- I don't. I don't mind it when people make mistakes. Nope. I I like to see people take responsibility for their mistakes instead of trying to pass the buck onto somebody else. Right. Like I mean, we saw that in the Olympics when. The, yes. Yeah. I can't remember who that was though. The um the soccer one. Was that the soccer one? I was thinking. Wasn't there somebody in hockey? Or oh, was it I could not remember. I hope Solo basically got tagged for something. Okay, the well there too. was a there was a male player. Then oh, too. I don't remember. And I think that I feel like it was hockey, but I don't remember. Russia, like the entire Russian organization, basically has been tagged for Pids yes. at this point. So yeah, so it was somebody somebody was tagged in the last Olympics and um and the last Winter Olympics. I feel like. And he basically blamed the uh, the team doctor on it, and, yeah. and you know t- took no ownership for it whatsoever, and said, "I thought it was fine because the doctor handed it to me." Mm-hmm. So I mean, and while that might be true, like, yeah, and then that's entirely ultimately you're the one that's got to face the consequences. So you would think that you would be aware of what the things are and asking people what's in mm-hmm. what you're taking. Yep, you know, because you're ultimately going to be the one that faces the consequences. Yep. So, and yeah, and obviously, and I, I, I don't know, I was so afraid it was going to be something that made me genuinely not like Sean Horkoff, and I'm just so glad that it wasn't. I know, because I still have that puck. I know. I, I have I, that I, card I, with his name on it. And, and we've talked so much about how Sean Horkoff has been a good influence on Jamie Benn, yep. and I just could not... I, I know, it was going to make me really sad. It was going to, I was just like... Please let this guy have been the leader I thought he was. Yeah. And he did. He. Yep. He. What? I don't even know what that word is that I'm trying to think of right now. Uh, He handled himself like the person I expected him to be. Truth. True that. It's not like people don't make mistakes. But when you make mistakes, you have to be, you have to be a big person about it. That's all there is to it. And Sean Horkoff is a big person. He is. He is. I was very, very impressed. I can't find this by a simple Google search. Your Winter Olympics person? Yeah. I oh, wish well. I knew. Do you want to do reader questions? Let's do reader questions! If I find it before we post the thing, I'll, I'll link it. Coolio. Uh, do you want me to read the first question? I'll read the first question. Yeah, why don't you explain what happened with this one? So apparently we got a question a while ago that we just missed on so, our Tumblr. On our Tumblr, and so we're asking it now. Um, so Anonymous asked, in an alternate universe where Jamie was traded to Pittsburgh instead of James Neal, how do both teams look today? Would Jamie have worked as well in Pittsburgh as James did? That's a question. You know, I think that Jamie might have been a better left winger for Sidney Crosby than... Than Malkin. Than Malkin. Yeah, Malkin's such a bull that I'd think he's he's such a good center. What do you mean? Malkin is. Well yes, Jamie's a wing. I know, but I'm saying like they got Malkin and put him on Sid's wing. Oh yeah, but I'm just but not with James Neal. Neal was winger for Malkin. Sure, that's true. So I mean I would assume Jamie would be playing either with Sid or with Malkin. Yeah. I think he would be really good with Sid though. I could see that. And I could see, and then, so that's what that to yes. my comment, though. I could see that more than I could see Malkin, because Malkin is the guy who already does what Jamie does. Right, right, right. No. Sid, Whereas Sid. Sid is a little more crafty. Yeah. It's not that he won't go to the net. It's just that he doesn't, he likes to be able to choose when he does yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would not have wanted him to be traded to Pittsburgh. I mean, so, okay. Answered, my answer to that question is would Jamie have worked as well in Pittsburgh as James Neal did? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Would things Neil. have gone as well for the stars? <laughs> no. 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 That would have been a bad, bad situation. That would not have worked out for Dallas at all. That would not have worked out for Dallas. No. So there you go. In that alternate universe, Jamie would have been fine. Pittsburgh would have gone to glory. Pittsburgh probably would have won a cup. Yeah. They probably there you would go. Have. That's yeah. where. They honestly probably would have, though. No, I don't disagree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not that James Neal was bad for them, but... No, but he's not James Ben. 
Clearly. Did you just call him James Ben? No, I called him Jamie Ben, but oh. I kind of slurred it all together. It was, yeah, it was a little weird. I thought you said James Ben. I was like, that's not his name. <laughs> Jameson Randolph. Jameson Randolph. <clears throat> so, Jen asks, after watching the CWHL and NWHL All-Star Games, is there any point to the NHL All-Star Game <laughs> other than P.K. Subban's beautiful face? And where would you go during the break if you had NHL money? Um, well, you're forgetting P.K. Subban's beautiful suits. Yeah. I Mostly, I just want them to, like, stop pretending to have an all-star game and just, like, give P.K. Subban a microphone and have him do all of the commentary. That would be so much fun. So much fun. Yeah. P.K. Subban hosts everything. <laughs> 2K16. 2K16. Um, is there a point to the NHL all-star game? I think I'm pretty over it. I'm pretty over it, too. Um, I'm not their demographic, though, so I can't say for sure that they should just, like, fucking give it up. But, yeah, I'm not that interested in it. Um, where would you go during the break if you had NHL money? Well, you don't want to go too far because it's not really that long. Yeah, it's only, like, you get, like, four days off or something. Yeah, like basically. With so travel, you get, like, four days off. I would, I would try to stick close to home, like maybe somewhere in the Keys, somewhere like that. Yeah, or like the Caribbean. Like, it's yeah. actually really easy, at least from Texas. So anybody from Dallas might go to the Caribbean. Yeah. It's like, um, you go through Miami and then you couple couple hours in the plane and you're in Barbados. Yeah. Yep. Um, Seems like it would be fun. Or let's think. Where else would I want to go that's close I mean, by? I also wouldn't mind going up on a mountaintop with some sort of like, you know, lake kind of a thing where you can still do swimming but just be surrounded by snow-capped mountains. So I actually haven't been to Mexico. I would love to go to Mexico if I was going to go straight by. I've been to Mexico, but not the resort towns. I would want to go, though, to, like, um, Tulum is, like, the big new thing in Mexico and traveling to Mexico, and I have a couple friends who've been there, and they really loved it. Like, it's still kind of small town, but it's also kind of resorty, so you get, like... Cool better food and service and stuff like that like you do from resort towns but you don't have like swarms and swarms of tourists that sounds more fun yeah exactly that's oh, that's yeah. my speed that's cool yeah no i mean some somewhere where i don't have to do a lot of thinking cooking for myself and or traveling to get things truth i would i you know in the mountaintop scenario nobody's there bringing me like a drink with an umbrella in it so that's true that you'd have to be a little more self-sufficient on the mountaintop but you're surrounded by mountains instead of sand Mountains are very pretty. I like mountains. I like, I like mountains a lot. There you go. Marin Hot takes with, with Marin. Hot takes with Marin. <laughs> mountains are cool. Mountains are cool. <laughs> I like them. Uh, what Reba asks? What would you guys have players do for the All Star Game? So I don't know if you ever played this in your life before, but broom ball. In I've f- never played broom ball. Okay. Maybe. Is that one of those things they make you play in recess when you're, like, six? Uh, did you have an ice rink? No. Then no. So, we played it when I was in youth group, and we would rent out one of the, one of the ice rinks in town, and you don't wear skates for it. You wear your regular sneakers, and you have brooms, literal actual brooms, and a ball, and it's like hockey, but you're, you don't have, like, it's more, it's like... Every man for himself on the ice. Nobody's subbing in or out. So there's, like, 20 people on the ice all trying to get, like, a ball into a net. But it's also really hard because you're running around in your sneakers (laughs) on the ice. So, like, I want that instead of the All-Star game. You know what would be even better? Like, a four-on-four tournament, but you never know what game you're going to (laughs) play. So, like, like, for ten minutes or, like, five minutes, it's broom ball, and then you make a change, and then you're playing, like... Jousting. Jousting, or, like, something like that, or, like, they give you different actual things that you have to shoot towards the net. So, like, for five minutes, it's an actual ball. Then for five minutes, it's donuts, and then for five minutes, it's, like... Yeah, no, that would be great. Pie. (laughs) And when I say jousting, I mean somebody on somebody else's back running at them with a hockey stick. (laughs) That's what I want. That's what we want for the All-Star game. I also wouldn't mind, like, puppies running around and, like, dudes trying to, like, chase the puppies down and, you know. Yeah. Uh, puppies. I wouldn't mind puppies. I wouldn't mind if the All-Star game was actually just Family Feud. <laughs> <laughs> or American Gladiators. Yes! <laughs> they beat each other with the big sticks. Oh, my God. American Gladiator Challenge. Or, yeah. like, or like, what was that? Double that? Dare! No, uh, the one. With the slime, though! <laughs> 
The one from the one from Nickelodeon that Double Dare. No, 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 no. Okay. The one where the kids had to like climb the mountain thing. Guts. Was that called Guts? I think it was called Guts. No. Maybe. Oh, what was that thing called? Oh my God! With the the aggro crag. I know what you're talking oh. about, but I can't remember. But Double Dare would also be fun. Double Dare. Aggro crag. Yes. Oh, it is. It was called Guts. Yeah! Guts. That's what we want. We want the hockey version. I would also, yeah. We yeah. want the hockey version of Guts. I tried to blow my student loan money on a piece of the aggro crack. Is the first article. What? I tried to blow my student loan money on a piece of the aggro crack. <laughs> I heard you as I tried to blow my student first, and I was like, what are you on? Like, how did that bring up porn? Like, I mean, I know everything on the internet can bring up the porn. The first but. line of it is, no good decisions are made at 3 a.m. <laughs> it's true. Oh, my God. All right, we're going to link this. <laughs> this is hilarious. Ugh, okay. Sorry. So, anyway, we want guts. That's what we want. We want guts. We want guts. All right, is it my turn? Yes, it's my turn. Andrew, where should the ducks be relocated to, Tijuana or Yellowknife? So... We got this question on Thursday, and we got it too late to answer it on Thursday, but I looked up where Yellowknife is, <laughs> and I had a feeling that I knew where it was, because I had, from due south, I had a feeling <laughs> that it was up in the Northwest Territories, and I was correct. <laughs> it is up in the Northwest Territories. Ooh. So, uh, Tijuana sounds like it would be too much fun, so I yeah. say not Tijuana. I agree. I say Yellowknife. Banish them. Uh, I'm pretty sure Yellowknife is actually also... It is the capital city of the Northwest Territories, <laughs> in case you were wondering. Fun fact about Yellowknife. It was established in 1934. I mean, we did tell you that we were taking you guys back to school today. So. It has a population of 19,000, so that sounds like a perfect place for the ducks to play. <laughs> That's about how many people actually care about them. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Honestly, like, they were playing the top team in the West at the time, and uh, there were still... And that was a Saturday game, right? It was a Saturday... No, it was a Friday night game, but still, it was a Friday night game. Yeah. And even, you know, even if you go with the uh, the California thing where everybody shows up a period late, like, stand wasn't full. Yeah. And people talk about Dallas, but, man, there was... I mean, and I get it, too, that, like, the Ducks have been so god-awful this year that, like... Yeah. No, you know, maybe their regulars are just like, eh, it's the Ducks, but, like... Wait, the da- that Dallas should be a draw, guys! You would think, but no. I mean, there actually were quite a few green jerseys in the stands there, so... Dallas drew Dallas fans! Dal- Dallas drew Dallas fans. Boom. Yep. Uh, did you see... <laughs> so the Stars are doing a contest right now, and it's like you know where you're from contest or whatever on social media but and i so i clicked on it to look at the rules <laughs> their grand prize is a trip to a guts ducks game and i was like mm, i was thinking about it but now i don't really want to i don't really want to go see the ducks i know again it's like maybe you should rethink that one you should rethink that one first of all make it a nice a nice fun game not a <laughs> Not a Ducks game. Ducks games are never fun. No. Even when we win. No, you know what game was fun when we won it, though? The Hawks game was so much fun when we wow, won it. Wow, it was so good. Oh, it was so great being in the stands for that. Though, I will say, too, the, the, um, not the grand prize, but the regular prizes are home games. Free tickets to home games. So, maybe you should enter anyway. Maybe. Uh, next question. Uh, Chuck, how excited are we that the OG Bearded Star is returning to us? Yeah, not all you pretender Bearded Stars. Eves, we're talking to you. Eves, we're talking to you. Specifically, shave your beard. Yeah. It's unkempt. It really, really Go is. back to, like, the stubble, like, the five o'clock. The, the, the stubble The five o'clock fine, you yeah. were doing was sexy, It was sir. sexy as hell, but, yeah, no, like, the, what he's got now? Like, Jordy Ben's beard looks like a ginger cotton ball. Patrick Eves' beard looks like something that grows on the underside of a rock. <laughs> <laughs> like, if we're drawing comparisons. I'm sorry, Patrick Eves. I actually do love you quite a bit, but that beard is just not happening. It's a great Je- Jeopardy question. <laughs> this grows on the other side of rocks. <laughs> Alex, what, what is, is Patrick, Patrick Eves' beard? beard? <laughs> I'll take the 
rapist for 900. <laughs> um, yes, so... We're so excited. We're very excited. I mean, as as we wooed earlier in the podcast, we're very happy about this. I'm still... I still That's really therapist, want... Mr. Connor. <laughs> I still really, really want uh, them to split up the current D pairings. I just think it would be good for everybody. I can't, I honestly have said this to so many people now. I really want them to ruffle the frickin' defense. Yep. And, and I'm saying that with, we played good defense the last couple of games, and I still want it to happen just to see. Yeah. Just I really to see. Want, I really want Damaris and Jordy Ben to be back together as a pairing. At least for a game. I know. At least for a period. Give it to me for a <laughs> please, period. Please make it happen. <laughs> Okay, so Wendy asks, with the I get a puppy if you score signs, what would your sign say? I get a blank if blank scores. Oh, God. I'm so old now that I'm just like, I get a day I get to sleep in if Jamie scores, you know? Like, I'm like, I want to, I would like a restful night's sleep. Okay, but something he can give you. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, God. Um, things I want. Things I want. I got a pizza. I do want pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I get a six-pack of beer. <laughs> Jamie Venn <laughs> Obviously, I would be picking Jamie Venn. I mean, obviously. I, I will take Klingberg. I'll take Klingberg. I'd like a Klingberger if Klingberg <laughs> scores. I've heard they're really good. They looked delicious. I really... They put cheddar in the ciabatta bun. Yeah. That's what got me. I was, like, I was... And, A, I love a good pickle. So, the quick pickle is a fan. I'm a fan of a quick pickle. And then, also... Yeah, Julie Dobbs said that it was very pickly. So, if you like pickles... I fucking love pickles. Yeah. Um, So, like... So, the Kling Burger is a new thing they're doing at the uh, AAC, and it's... Next time I go, which hopefully will be on March 12th, I know I have to ask, but we haven't gotten to March schedules yet. Um, I just got my February days off, okay? I've, did I say a damn word? No, but I'm picturing you in the back of my head and looking at my calendar in my head. Um, anyway, so it's got, like, a burger, and then it's got these quick pickles on it. It's got cheddar cheese on it. It's got, it's on a ciabatta bun. Uh, doesn't it have fries on it? Mm-hmm. It has fries on it. And the ciabatta bun has cheddar cheese in it, and it's got a Swedish special sauce on it. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I'm still 12. <laughs> I'm like, I what know. are you doing calling it a special sauce? <laughs> I know. I'm aware. It was very funny. <laughs> um, and uh, DVD got offered to be part of the tasting party with Klingberg, but I don't live in Dallas, so I couldn't Aww, go. Womp, womp. But that would have been awesome. Well, I trust Julie Dobbs, and if she says it's tasty, then I believe it's so tasty. So if Klingberg scores, you get a Klingberger. If Jamie scores, I get a six-pack. I, I, I think we're doing well here. I think adulting. <laughs> like, I do not want a fucking puppy. Do you know how much work those are? <laughs> so much work, right? Right. I mean, I might take it a single adult cat, but that's it. That is already litter box trained. <laughs> that is already litter box trained and is guaranteed to get along with the cats I already have. And is spayed or neutered. Yes, obviously. <laughs> but. <sighs> the Kim Atkinson one's pretty cute, though. Like, it those really people are is. actually adopting an adult dog, and Kim Atkinson Aww. is paying for it. That's so sweet. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. The story was pretty cute, because, like, they, the, the uh, Blue Jackets posted about it, and they interviewed the dad, and the dad was like, when she turned to me the first time he scored, I knew I had to say it was it was Atkinson. And, uh, she just got so excited, and then they scored like three, and he made it clear that they were just getting one dog. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cute. It was pretty cute. Okay. Uh, oh, I missed an all-star question. I normally I tried to group all these together. Uh, so what all-star shenanigans should we expect this weekend with Jamie, Tyler, Ovi, etc.? I'm pretty sure we can expect Jamie to be Jamie, which Jamie's is Jamie's gonna say, be boring. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Tyler manages to like get him really drunk. Get him really drunk and do something funny. Which is possible. It's happened before. We tie I 
I believe if anyone in the world can get Jamie really drunk, it is Tyler Sagan. Yeah, who's in a committed <laughs> relationship with him, apparently. Like, did you see that interview? I did. We're not going to talk about it. It was ridiculous. I, we have to talk about it now. Well, yeah. Okay, so I can read the question. I'm pretty sure I have it saved on my oh phone. Oh, my gosh. Basically, the long and short of it is, at some point, they will have to retire their numbers together. They really will. It's going to have to happen. there's no other way I can see this ending well. Like, no. that's just what, like, I accept nothing less. Okay, so the question is, you and Jamie Benn had instant chemistry. Had you ever experienced that with a player at this level? No, I've been single pretty much my whole life. I don't know why he equated those two things in his head, but... Because that was not all the question that was asked. Not all the question. He's the closest thing to a committed relationship that I've had in a while. Brackets. Laughs. We're close in age, similar in our career, still coming up and trying to get to our primes. Since day one, we clicked. There's more to the answer, but that's really... Yep. Off the ice, I'm the more outgoing one, and he's the laid back one, but he gets going. I think he's getting there. And when was this from? This was a sports. This was a sports net thing from November of last year. So like it was this three season though. Ago. Yeah, like through two or three months ago. Fuck me. <laughs> like, like I no, thought this no, was from when my no. very first started playing together. No, like, this is November. <laughs> this past November. <laughs> special duck honey you're a special special thing i love you a lot yeah oh my gosh and just when we thought this podcast couldn't get any better question about whether or not the earth is flat and we've already answered that so yeah, I, f- I hope you are satisfied and uh god i hope you're satisfied i know right this made me specifically think of like a hamilton musical but like about yeah Neil yeah like the cabinet battle but instead it's a science debate yeah i'm here for it i'm here for it frick yeah man absolutely here for it let's you know let's you know talk to the kids in their own language <laughs> right hey let's 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 learn you some facts here uh, and the, the best thing i think about that is that it's actually called flat the fact it's just great take it from your aunties your bearded aunties uh the earth is in fact round 
slash pear shaped. The point is, don't it is not listen a, to everything. A, ra- a round disc. It is a spherical ball. It's That's a sphere. She said. <laughs> it is. It is an ellipse. And. That's all we have today. That is all we have today, because we're going to eat pizza and watch Fast and the Furious. Too Fast. Too Furious. Too The one with Ludacris. Which is fitting, considering we just uh, have been listening to all this brilliant rap. (laughs) (laughs) It is fitting. Uh, Anyway, I'm Carolyn. You can find me on Twitter at Classlicity. I am Marin. You can find me on Twitter at Marinish. You can find our official Twitter at Beardiest Ladies, and if you need to email us because you have a longer question or comment, our email is beardiestladies at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find our official Tumblr at twobeardedladies.tumblr.com and our official blog at twobeardedladies.wordpress.com. That's all we've got today. Bye! Are you going flat to fact?